doors, you kick down walls. And anyone who tells you, you can't, you take your fears, your insecurities, your worries, you roll them all up into a ball, you turn those son bitches sideways and stick them straight up, then candy out! Pick your goal and stick fucking to it. You wishy-washy motherfuckers. I can't fucking stand you. I wanted to make sure that out of the 24 hours of the day, that I don't waste one single hour. Those hours were too precious. And so there I just want to tell people, don't give me this thing, I have a difficult time, I the time, and I don't have time for this, and I don't have that. You have time. You make the time. And now, welcome to the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast, sponsored by fitnessinformant.com. And he kill it while you sitting down Bitch about how I triple my fan base Now worth bench Can't say dad's worst What's bitch What's going to be welcome inside the game Don't switch up Shit to make your best first bitch I'm gonna wrap my shit Buckeye back here live at the FIHQ After an amazing trip to Chicago, Illinois So today on the podcast You guys are going to hear both Dan and Ryan The head honchos Over at our 2019 brand of the year Ghost, we took some time Out of our schedule to go down to Chicago Hang out with the crew at Ghost at their HQ, got to test out a bunch of cool new products that are currently unreleased. We got to try some current products that are going through some reformulations uh, and some current products that we had not tried yet before. So it was nice to be able to actually personally hand deliver the championship title that we had made, custom made for the 2019 brand of the year award winner, and uh, Ghost earned it back in 2019. So if you guys want to see what that was like, you can head over to the Ghost YouTube channel on Building the Brand. They have the episode up. It features your entire FI team. In Chicago, us actually hang off the title to the crew, um, and then those guys kind of just playing around with the title in the HQ. So um, I definitely urge you guys to check that out. It shows uh, a side of the FI team, too, that you don't always see, although those of you who follow us on IG um, see it probably quite regularly. But it was awesome to sit down with Dan and Ryan. So Dan and Ryan don't necessarily do podcasts very often. They don't, they don't really get into the nitty-gritty of the space. They kind of keep into their own concern themselves with what other people are doing traditionally now. That's not to say that they don't have opinions. That's not to say that they don't have something to say. So we gave them a platform and an opportunity to say something. So um, us at FI, Dan Ryan, some, some drinks of choice around a conference room in Chicago, Illinois. We got to ask those guys some pretty good questions. And for those of you who don't necessarily know the history of Ghost, you get to dive into that a little bit. You guys get to maybe understand a little bit more about Dan and Ryan, what's important to them, and what's important to them as they continue to innovate within the space of, of sports, nutrition, dietary supplements, and as they expand outside this space. Um, I think they dropped some hints in terms of things that they're, they're looking to do here in 2020. So that's some big stuff there. So um, great time. I will be heading back to Chicago, Illinois, May 9th. I decided that my uh, personal journey to center stage for my first bodybuilding show We've heard courses this week. We were going to do Sioux Falls, South Dakota, but now uh, found out that the same day there is an NPC national qualifier. The Illinois State Championships in Chicago gives me an opportunity to get back down to Chicago, can hang out with the crew from Ghost. But most importantly, it allows me to get my post-show meal um, at Pequod's or Lou Malnati's. Here it is. This is the podcast with Dan and Ryan. We hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube if you're watching it as well. Write us a review. Helps out the algorithm so that way more people can find this podcast. Um, next week on the podcast, we're going to have Regan Grimes. You guys and girls who follow bodybuilding know who he is. He's one of the brightest up-and-coming stars in the sport. Uh, but before we get to next week, let's get to this week and Ghosts. Uh, basically, our version of building the brand for Ghosts here on the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast. The new Gatorade is finally here, and I want to talk about the main difference between Gatorade 
and the old unicorn formula. Now, the huge difference is all in the essential amino acids. Now, there are a total of nine essential amino acids. BCAAs are three of the nine, and then there's the other six. Now, in our old unicorn formula, we had 1,250 milligrams of the other six EAAs. Now we have a grand total of 4,000 milligrams of essential amino acids. Now you're probably thinking, what exactly does that mean? Now EAAs are actually more efficient at providing the energy necessary for muscles to grow pre, intra, and post-workout. And in times of dieting or any time that you're just under physical stress like when you're training, essential amino acids are actually better at creating an anabolic environment and maintaining a high state of muscle protein synthesis. Close that damn door, let's hit these people with some knowledge. Slap everybody in the ass with some knowledge on Ray's energy. Fact number one, we have neurotropics added to ours. Alpha GPC and tyrosine. These are active ingredients that actually pass the blood-brain barrier and calls for efficient focus. Next is caffeine. We're the only energy drink company that uses two different forms of caffeine. Caffeine citrate to hit you fast and caffeine anhydrous to hit you slow. Got any pee? Oh, you dropped it! What don't we want? We don't want wrinkles. Sugar causes wrinkles, and that's what we do not want. We have zero sugar in our raised energy. We also have the lowest count of sodium out of all the energy drinks on the market. Make sure you stop and pick up your raised energy and demand more. This is your personal invitation to the Redcon 1 Alpha Team, our new exclusive subscription program. Enjoy members-only access to the Alpha Team Apparel Collection, priority customer service privileges, early shopping on major deals, exclusive flavor selections, and a whole lot more. This is your opportunity to become a Redcon 1 VIP. There's limited spots available, so go to redcon1.com and sign up today.
That's nice to... Dude, that's freaking sick! Oh. Let's go! Oh. Oh. It doesn't work! No more confetti can! The Cinco de Drinko. Ricky, Ricky, do you know what this is? Look at this! Fast forward two weeks and we'll be sitting here. Seeking the best of or seeking out the best ever. You've never been that way, have you? No, I mean, I don't think that there is a best. We're just in constant pursuit of it. Sure. Right? And I think, like, you've seen over the years, um, not to get sentimental, but, you know, 2020, new decade, right? And yeah. if you compare where the industry was in 2010 to 2020, it's an incredibly different place, right? 2010 was still proprietary blends. There's the micro scoop, micro dosing. There's a lot of pro hormones. There's a lot of you know, still faux science and huge claims. Look at 2020, I mean, full disclosure, authentic flavors, transparency. Um, and I think we even had a little role in that, awards or not, is super humbling and pretty cool, um, especially for two guys to start really just as fans in the space. So, um, but that being said, I mean, obviously the awards along the, the way, it's cool, feel, feel nice. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs, you know, in starting a business. Um, doing just like really the two of us just figuring this thing out as we as we kind of go like the business and the building a team and and just the crap that happens standpoint and obviously we've been well versed in the world of supplements and stuff but the words uh positive reinforcement is always good but as i say to you a lot right we're at halftime like call me after the game yeah you know all right, tell me about this relationship between you two, this romance, because Whoa. Two, two, different Whoa. Com- two different Whoa. companies. Cut. Cut. Two different companies. Uh, you were on the like the spokesperson side, like yeah, uh, pretty face side, right? <laughs> like you were behind the scenes and the that kind of side thing. So how did this? You just said I wasn't pretty. Come together. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't got Ryan's face, man. At the end of the day, I think we're, <laughs> we're both in hardcore. Yeah, right? and. Um, the two of us were working for our respective brands. We were actually introduced through a mutual friend of ours, Craig Caperso. Okay. Uh, shout out to Craig. Shout out to Craig. Uh, Great fucking hair. We got we got a workout in, and you just hit it off, man. No, but we were. What was it called, Dan? So we were in the same like I feel like same place in life. Okay. Same place like career wise. I feel like we had kind of you know me starting out as an aspiring fitness athlete coming from you know Westchester, Pennsylvania. Made my way up the ranks, and now I was, you know, the face of fitness for BSN, mm-hmm. right? Dan, similar story, kind of on the on the back end side of Cellucor, kind of started as a sales guy, made his way up to heading marketing for for that, right? Um, and we both kind of felt like we were at the same kind of place in our life where shit was good, you know, we were making good money, we were, I think, both relatively happy with what we were doing, um, but there was still a lot of a lot of shit that, uh, a lot of boxes we wanted to check. And you know, we, we shared a lot of the same similar interests. I like used to go out all the time. We live, both live in New York City. Yeah. Um, not emphasis on used to, by the way. You guys can still go. 
That's that's true. Yeah, you kind of build a brand. That's that's like a separate podcast. It definitely hurts more than you. That's true. It definitely does. But you know, I think we were a similar place in life. We were obviously in the same city, and you know, we kind of decided to just give this a go. But it's been a. We actually the brand was not many people know this. The brand was conceived in a nightclub. It doesn't shock me. Hoxon. Hoxon. Which city is it? Hoxon. Oh, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Las Vegas. Where else would it be? Correct. Yeah. September, <laughs> September of uh, 2012. Okay. Uh, Olympia Saturday night, we used to unplug from our respective companies and just throw a party as Dan and Ryan, right? It wasn't like a, you know, Sully Gore's and BSN party, just Dan and Ryan. And we, it's one of those nights where, you know, table was great, the crowd, we had a huge turnout, like all of our, you know, um, these were all those companies, like all of our, like, you know, all, a lot of the big, like, who's who at the time, too, like, kind of all showed up to, to hang, and our, you know, my team was there, and it's just, like, everything was clicking, firing, and one thing we noticed was, especially, like, a lot of the big influencers at the time, or athletes at the time, right, they were all taking pictures while hiding their drinks. Like, it wasn't okay that they were out at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., whatever. Yeah, or drinking, right? It wasn't, it wasn't okay, because they had to project this image of perfection. Yeah. And it was all bullshit. Yeah. Right? And we kind of just were like, dude, like, it would be so much more relatable if you just told the truth. Like, you're fit and healthy, you work out, you've got an aspirational, you know, physique or inspiring story. But why just share the, the whole thing? Like you're not eating chicken breast right now at three in the morning, right? You're enjoying the night with your friends. It's okay. And it's pretty amazing or shocking that at the time, like our marketing strategy or the idea we had for a brand was to not have one. Mm. It was like, why don't we just tell the truth? Just tell it like it is. People are working out to, you know, look good at or feel good at what Republic on Sunday. To go to a wedding, to simply like kick ass at, you know, hockey on Monday night. Like, there's a million different reasons. It doesn't have to be the bodybuilder. It doesn't have to be the eat this way, sleep this way, train this way, supplement this way. It can just be like life, right? Lifestyle. lifestyle. You know, before, before that became a thing, that was, and you know, to, to us, lifestyle just means telling the truth. Right. It was never a master plan. It was like, dude, it would be cool if you, you know, to base a brand based on just like, like, you know, work hard, play hard, you know, whatever that means to you, yeah. right? Be the best, feel the best, you know, your best, like, Whatever that means to you. That's kind of where it started. It's interesting you mentioned the word lifestyle. Gary and I have talked about this a lot too. Like we don't think that goes to the first lifestyle brand. I mean, you look at like Animal, they had a niche that was a lifestyle for certain sure. people, right? But you guys somehow, because name was in your domain name or whatever it might be, people just like you created this lifestyle movement that now people are trying to grab onto what they can. Look, I said this. I said this in a podcast that we did in Sydney in like 2016, 2017 with with Massive Joe. So like, you can't go lifestyle, right? It has to be inner DNA. It's just simply it's who you are. I mean, to the point where the fact that we are kind of known as Ghost Lifestyle was really a fucking accident. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, Ghost Lifestyle was simply one of the ideas on the whiteboard of available domain names and IG handles. We really wanted it to match across the board. Yeah. And like like ghost ghost.com is I think like an antivirus like yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever, right? And to get just at ghost Instagram or Twitter, you know, would be incredible. That was out. Like we are ghost was taken on one platform but available on the others and like so we just landed on Ghost Lifestyle. That's the point though. There was never a master plan. There's never like we're gonna go to market and say these things and do these things. It was like we're just telling it like it is, we're just being real. We're being, yeah. Transparent from 
the labels to the people behind it, to the story behind it, to the reasons behind it, to the manufacturing, to the concepts, to the development. We're just going to be transparent. And if we share the whole thing, people are going to buy into it. Why? Because that's what we've been doing our entire life. Yeah. That simple. Who is responsible for the brand experience, the consumer experience, obviously? You guys come together. I mean, literally everything you can get, like, the labels, the textures, you open this thing up, the seal has the, the logos yeah, on it. It's the same, it's the same, same answer. Unfortunately, like, there's no formula. But no, we both look at it. Two of us really do, do all this stuff based, 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 on, based on our personal, based on our personal preferences. You know, I mean, we, like, like, I don't think we're special. We work hard. But I don't think we're the smartest guys in the room. We don't, I don't think we're special. We're simply creating stuff that we like, stuff that we want to take. Right. We say, and this sounds kind of cheesy, but we say like we're building the brand that we always wish existed. Mm -hmm. Like, and that comes down to the products that we deliver. It comes down to the way that we interact with our fans. Like, you know, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Twitter, whether it's doing Q and A, it's doing the podcast like this. Like, I wish the companies that we used to just take or purchase, or even the companies we still purchase, whether it's Nike or whatever, like it'd be really cool to have that type of all access approach to those brands. So we're gonna go and deliver that, you know, ourselves with, with our company. That's just kind of, again, there's no big formula, there's no master plan, we're really just being authentic and transparent in everything we do. What's your biggest frustrations with the industry today in 2020? Mm -hmm. The lack of that. Yeah. Cause quite honestly, like I was a part of it for a very long time. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is the coolest part, I think, about you know the story about the nightclub and and the brand kind of being conceived in that environment because I was very much still in a position of I can't do this, mm -hmm. and when the light bulb went off, it was kind of like why everybody here you, you know you've got like your biggest names in fitness right. all kind of hanging out. And you had it in the contract. You can't drink. Yeah, it was like you can't like, share. On, I'm like, how fucked up is this? Because everybody out there does this. Yeah. And to be real, I grew up looking at the magazine saying, I want to be that dude. But how can he live like this all the time? Yeah. Like, I'm like, I want to, I want to go to the beach. I want to hang out with my friends. Like, how did he do this since he was 16? It's not, it's not rocket science. That's the fact of the matter is, it's not the truth, right? And I kind of felt like, you know, I was a little bit misleading in myself and like the whole industry as a whole. So I think even to where we've come today, like. Transparency is who we are, and the lack of that in the industry. It's changed a lot since we launched Ghost, um, but it could still come a long way. Yeah. Same frustration, different frustration. Um, yeah, I mean, it's funny. I think we can make one argument today that you know customers have become more savvy. There's more information out there, fully transparent, you know, labels. But we can also make the argument that there's more newbies and less savvy customers because the industry is broadened. There's more people buying protein or pre-workout than I've ever seen. You've got two pretty big extremes. I think because of that, and when you add in just the amount of noise, right, especially in the U.S., there's no barriers to entry, right? You can, I mean, my God, I mean, maybe my biggest frustration is the, the ads you get targeted for on Instagram to say, like, start your own supplement brand oh, for $39 a month. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that stuff is bad for the industry, right? Because, you know, this is an industry that has desperately searched for good headlines for a long time. Mm -hmm. and we've worked our ass off to legitimize this thing with big brands like Mondelez or, or Sonic and what Welch's and Warheads, like, I mean, we never had to sell the idea of Ghost. We had to sell the industry. Yeah, which is rough. And so my frustration is that, you know, again, this this big dis disparity between savvy and non-savvy customers, the lack of, of various entries in the industry, you, it, it still is a little bit of the Wild West, like anybody can play. And sometimes that noise can overshadow all the good things that are happening. Yep. You know? It's tough in 2020. Imagine how hard it was four years ago. No, right. Yeah. 
it's crazy like it, first of all I think it's crazy you know the idea in itself we joke all the time we think it's pretty fucking obvious um, but actually getting you know some of the arguably the biggest brands in the world to buy into not just us but this industry it's pretty cool that's arguably one of our one of our cooler accomplishments um, and it, it's gotten no easier in 2020 yeah. so what's interesting so Gerard, you, you told a story earlier, uh, you, I think you've told Ryan this before, like he was kind of your inspiration in terms of fitness when he was back yeah, before BSN. Right. Um, which is, you that you become, that was my story. It's crazy, right? Like now he's here with us and, and that's the story, but you were a bodybuilder. Everybody was a bodybuilder. BSN went from, can you mentioned this, went from Ryan. Well, there was another option. Yeah, but you guys don't have bodybuilders. You have, and, and, and part of that is like you've done a lot for just the everyday person and women and all these different like why did you guys go a different route with Christian? That's who's taking because that's who's actually taking this product. Sure. Dude, the most fun that I had so um, I asked everybody this question, but like do you remember the first time you ever took pre workout? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what was the product? My pre workout, my first one was no one. Okay. What was my like flavor? What was that? Do you remember the flavor? Free lunch. That's what I'm saying. Mine was VPX shotgun, black cherry, sitting in my car outside the gym because I didn't want my boys to know I was taking it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I like the, that like fun, that excitement, right? Or, or even just like going to the gym and like having like some samples that I was able to get from like the local GNC or right in the yeah. shop and be like, like, let's try this stuff, right? That excitement like is something that the industry was missing, I think previous to ghost for several years there got born and we wanted to bring that back you know and that was really like i think what, what gets us out of bed is to bring that excitement that authenticity back and when you think about like well why did we go with the everyday people like you know everyday you know um you know guys and girls out there that are just taking products or like working out for whatever like i said whether it's wet republic or a wedding or sports or or the, the extreme of competing or whatever it is because I mean that was us. Mm -hmm. That was everybody we knew. That was our friends. Right. You know. Yeah. Same I mean, like, thing. The people's brand is like again cheesy, but if we've tried to do that in the in the best way, saying like, dude, this is this is how this is what we want, or we were on the other side, mm -hmm. and we're just trying to build that. Yeah. I would argue that those bodybuilders or like your hardcore fitness enthusiasts are they they resonate just the same with you know i was one of them yeah and i was never you still are look at you but i was not yeah okay <laughs> not to the level that i was before but like even so i was still going out and having a good time and like enjoying the other aspects of my life sure there was a period of time where i might have like photo shoot or competition or stuff that i like dialed in but if you look at my year as a whole like i spent a lot of time still enjoying the rest of what life has to offer right. So I would argue most of the, even the hardcore enthusiasts, as much as they don't share it, do it, mm -hmm. which is our whole, it doesn't have to be, sure, we cater to the 99%, but that 1% still appeal to Ghost, right? right? I don't think it's speaking to somebody else. Let's talk about women for a second, and I'm gonna use Danielle's story. So when she first got into fitness, it was your beach body, your advocate, your herbal, because there was no brand that spoke to her, sure. right? Um, you mentioned the breakdown in terms of your demographic earlier on in terms of, of yeah, 73. 73. That 30 percent is a pretty impressive number, uh, I think, from from my standpoint. Like, what, this yeah, industry, I think our previous brands were more in the 85 to 90. Yeah, I mean, it's a bro industry. Right? As we've grown, it's become more 
like unisex too. I mean, you guys have a brand that is a very unisex brand. I remember the first time meeting you too, you had like a Go Shaker cup, and it's like, okay, you didn't see women wear stuff mm-hmm. or have apparel. It's changing, especially for you guys and brands like Alani New and whatever. Why, what do we do more to speak to women or to help women in this space, help them understand what we're doing, what these products are, and what Ghost is, so that way maybe it can resonate with them? I mean, I think, you know, couple of things that we've done, right? I mean, the transparent labels is big. We're giving people more information. Information's power. Um, you know, they can, you know, you can go and research whether it's an ingredient or a product, you know, it's, it's just all the information's sure. out there, right? We don't make the big claims that other brands have 500% more muscle mass and, and we don't have the big bodybuilders and veins on veins marketing the faux science of like 10 years ago. I think that that kind of, again, broadens your appeal. Um, you know, flavors and brands that resonate with people, whether it's Chips Ahoy, Sour Patch Kids, uh, Welch's, Warheads. I mean, again, it's, it's familiarity, right? Familiarity is nostalgia. Nostalgia is a powerful emotion, and it's kind of like, I mean, I was like, oh, like, I, I know that brand. If they trust Ghost, maybe I can trust Ghost. Sure. That's kind of been our whole concept, right? Like, don't take my word for how, you know, that product tastes. Like, you know, don't take the sales associate at GNC. Don't even listen to Christian Guzman, right? Listen to the fact that Chips Ahoy is allowing us to put their logo on the label. This thing must it, they've approved it, mm-hmm. and they don't know what protein tastes like. You know, Warheads does not know what creatine hydrochloride typically tastes like. When they are approving Ghost size Warheads watermelon, they are approving it, saying this tastes like Warheads. Yeah. They, they don't know if the underlying ingredients are really hard to flavor. Right. So when you kind of build this this like kind of you know trust of transparency in these legitimate brands, I think it appeals to a lot of people. Yeah. Inclusive of women who maybe in this industry have been kind of marginalized for a long time. Right. Yeah, that's changing. We're trying to change it. You know, I mean, I think I think they're they're definitely brands. You know, trying to do kind of the right thing. Like, you know, we talked a little earlier about the pink tax, right? The, the classic pink it and shrink it. Like, put it in a pink or pastel bottle. You know, divide the the, the doses in half. Add ten bucks to the price. It's right. like boom. Now it's a women's product or brand. Like, I mean, I think like. You know, there are brands trying to kind of change that. We're coming out some products this year that we partnered with all of our like kind of goes leading ladies on we're excited for. Um, so I think it's a combination of brands trying to do the right thing and also just again information being out there that's that's changing. It's just over engineering like the way they speak to women. Right. Women don't need to be spoken to any differently than men. Yeah. I mean, is it a women's brand? No. Is, you know, I mean, is is even Lulu Lemon was but no, they're they're just strong brands that happen right. to make products. I think Lulu in the beginning was more of a women's brand, but they I think recognize what the rest of the because they but but they ever go out and say this is a women's brand, right? That's the point, and that's it. Kind of goes back to the lifestyle conversation. Goes back to all, but we've never tried to pigeonhole ourselves as any one thing. Sure. You know, broad appeal means, you know, like I said, formulate for the 1%, build a brand, store the message of flavors for the 99%. Don't say you're the women's brand or the hardcore brand or this. Just build a great brand that has a lot of reasons that people might appreciate. Right. And some people might not appreciate all of them. Most people don't. Yeah. You know, um, uh, some people might look at the, the YouTube and be like, oh, that's cheesy and stupid, right? Yeah. Pop punk, like that, right? Fine. I, I respect your opinion. Some people might look at look at like the formula and be like, oh man, where's the DMA, bro? <laughs> okay, well look, that's not gonna be ghost. We're not gonna be the 500 milligrams caffeine company. Sorry, right. we're not, right? Some people might come to us for the flavors or they might come to us because, you know, they're a big fan of Max or Christian or Rob, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it, it, we've tried to kind of build in like a lot of reasons people appreciate the brand, whether, you know, you know, boy, girl, everything in between, CrossFit, powerlifter, bodybuilder, 
you know, the guy trying to squeeze in a workout between flying 250,000 miles a year, like, speaking of a lot chucker. Here's the thing, so in, in this industry, either it's been like either you're a, uh, a formula brand, a product brand, or you are a marketing brand. You guys have been able to assimilate it together. Very no, it's twenty twenty. If you can't deliver it all on all fronts, like dude, you know, we just but don't they sell ourselves in fucking buckets. I don't know why everybody classifies their brand as a X, Y, or Z. Right. It's like we're trying to build a great brand. But I'm saying you guys have such a strong brand. You could, if you wanted to, it's not in your DNA. Say you require on the formulas and make more margin and take more money out of the company. You choose not to do that. In fact, you put more money into the products than most people do. And you put money into marketing, and, and I mean, this is marketing. You did mention yeah, you, say, you, say, you say we could. You could, and you but could. how? Like, like, what we did from day one was say, we've got all of this over here, right. all the fun stuff, all the marketing, all the brand, all the cool shit, yeah. but we're going to back it up and spin the bottle. Over. Right, you do that, but I'm saying your consumer today. But I don't know if day one you're able to launch with all that and not be able to. Sure. Back it up, but now you could potentially because do, do people sure, do people bills today because of the formulas or are they buying it because it's a cool fucking brand? You know? I like it. Like to, I mean, to go back to what we were just talking about, I mean, it depends who's buying. Sure, there's definitely people who are buying because a large because they're because they're a huge fan of Alley, right? Yeah. There's definitely people. There's definitely people buying for that, right? But there's also people buying. There's people buying just because oh man, it's Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Heck yeah, buying chips. Are right. And then there's also people who are like, dude, Ghost Pump is you know rated one of the best pump products in the in the industry. It's got you know 2.55 grams of working nitrate. And like, I appreciate that. Yeah. All those, maybe the first two buckets have no idea what the heck RG nitrate is. No, sure. And that's fine. Right? I mean, again, we've tried to kind of build in something to, to attack on all fronts. And look, it's a combination of, of again, like we, like we're big, you know, formula guys and we care about the ingredients, right? But at the same time, like we also care about the aesthetic. Why do we have to choose? Yeah. You know, I, it's almost like why, for a long time in this industry, it's almost like, man, if your product looks good, it has to be shit, right? Or, 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 or if the product, or if, you know, if the product looks like ass, the formula must be, or if it tastes bad, then the formula must be great. But again, like it's it's twenty twenty, you know. Uh, I mean, haven't we like? Can we challenge ourselves and challenge our competitors, the peers in the industry, to say, hey, like, deliver on all fronts? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, like we we don't think we're really anything special. We don't think we're the smartest guys in the room. We work our ass off, and we I'll say like I think we have a good eye for for design. But that's all this is, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, we're we're taking great formulas with great design, and you know we've worked really hard on, on getting some cool collabs on the flavors. We went to battle with our friends, whether it's Christian and Max, Rob. I mean, it's a really organic story that we've tried to share with the world from day one. It also comes down to like where your goals lie. Sure. And full transparency, we never had a conversation when we were starting this about dollars and cents mm -hmm. and like what we could ultimately make from this. That wasn't why we started brand. It came from there's an opportunity to do something cool because we recognize there's a large group of people that aren't being spoken to. Yeah. There's a lot of cool shit we can do from a formula standpoint, from a flavor standpoint that isn't being done right now. Let's create a brand that can do that. And then let's see where we can take it. As far as goals of I'd love to make a sneaker blanket, or I'd love to create a healthy alcoholic beverage. Or dude, or, or dude, I'd love to make a product with Sour Patch Kids and Chips Ahoy. Yeah. I mean, that's it's unreal that we've been able to accomplish that. Cool. Right. Yeah, we never... That, that's the coolest part is like, you know, the, the thing that motivates you is like you wake up on Monday, you get to work with like a bunch of people that are fired up 
to kind of build this with you, yeah. which is like, it's a lot of fun. Well, it's we're having fun. Which is, it's here all day and you had people here until 7 o'clock yeah. at night because they want to be. Yeah. What's, uh, what's Dan's biggest weakness? Mm, I would say, it's, uh, honestly, I would say probably his obliques. Not <laughs> 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 Because that's one thing, when you have partners and you guys took a risk, I mean, you know your friends and you guys decide to go into business together, you guys know, like, going into business together with friends and changes that. that yeah, that does. This could have gone bad. For sure. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of times it does. It's gone bad a lot of times. Yeah. Right? But I would say the coolest part about us is that we, we complement each other in that way. I would say as a unit, we have no weaknesses, which yeah. is the coolest part about this. And we recognized, we didn't know that they won. Yeah. We went into this like, hey, we're aligned here. We'll figure the rest out, and we have, and we've had our ups and downs, we've had our fair share of arguments, we've had our fair share of struggles, many of which, you know, we've shared off the camera today. Yeah. Like, it's, it hasn't been an easy path as much as people would have loved to believe it has, but it's worked, and like I said, I think as a unit, you know, we make a great team, and this is not, uh, not going to be our last, last little partnership together. Dude, the 10 year ghost anniversary tell-all video in like 2020. It's going to be pretty fucking sick. It's going to be awesome. That's what you're not going to want to miss. Just so you know, the, the weekly YouTube episode, it's about roughly 10 to 15 minutes. It's tripped from like hours of content that we were just stashing away for 2026. Some good shit. So 2016 is when you guys launched in June. Yeah, June 1st. Dan's yeah, birthday. You're not like four years old, guys. My 30th birthday, we launched Ghost. It's not. Yeah. I mean, you've accomplished that. I mean, you're the one of two brands, I'll give it, it's two brands who have done legitimate licensing deals that have been able to keep them around. You've accomplished, you've had noise around the brand, loud noise in 2018, which has been your second year, loud noise obviously last year with us and, and other media partners as well. It's gotta be a kind of cool, surreal feeling. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I can't speak for Ryan, but um, to quote our boy Christian, right, it's, a, it's really the proud but never satisfied thing. Like, I. I know, like, if I step back, I'm like, man, we've we've done some cool stuff, and I don't really know how we pulled it off. It's you know some of these partnerships and the growth and the there's how how many people that come out and hung out with us at these expos and just like pour their heart out with what the brands meant to them. I mean, I don't know how we were able to achieve that, but because let's be real, yeah. thirty years old, you're still a kid. Well, yeah, but dude, like, I mean, we I feel like I feel like I feel like we haven't accomplished anything. Like there's so much more that we want to do. Mm -hmm. I really, I truly, I'm not just saying that. I really like. I don't wake up in the morning like I'm the man. Like it's more like, dude, this is everything that we haven't done yet. This is everything that I want to do. Like pedal of metal, you know. Yeah. Sometimes probably cracking the whip harder than I need to or should. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we're just so motivated, like to just take this thing to the next level. I focus more on everything that we haven't done versus what we have, and maybe that's a weakness, you know. Maybe that's like something I should probably stop and, and appreciate more of what we've accomplished, but not yet. Imitation is the highest form of flattery, right? Is what they say. We've talked about this, and you've had brands domestically, internationally, you won't name them, that have imitated you guys in a way or said or said in meetings and in boardrooms, like, I want to probably be like Ghost. Mm -hmm. um, or you have retailers saying, How do we get a brand like Ghost? Because you guys are obviously with GNC and, and several key strategic partners. Compliment slash frustration for you guys? Only a frustration when we feel like it's 
impedes our ability to keep doing what we're doing. Sure. You know, and, and going back to, you know, specifically the hurdles that we had to overcome, whether it's convincing a brand like GNC to carry us day one or a brand like Chips Ahoy to give us the ability to license our flavors. Like, we want to progress the industry as a whole. And when there's brands that are doing things that can impede that for everyone, that sucks. Yeah. Whether they look like us or not, that sucks. So that's been a frustration for us. But uh, honestly, as, as a whole, like all the brands we've seen that come out that have had similarities and stuff, like, cool, we can all eat. Like, we don't care. To be real, a lot of those brands are probably going to fall by the wayside. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, if you're not doing anything malicious or, you know, as long as you've checked all your boxes and you're doing shit legitimately, we don't really care what you're doing. To be very honest, we usually don't watch. Mm -hmm. It's brought to our attention, but our eye is not on the industry. Our eye is on the Nikes and the Adidas and, the, and the, those brands of the world. That's where him and I aspire to be. Yeah. We're not really looking at you know, our direct competition. Not because we don't care, but because you know, we have bigger aspirations. Right. going to help you get to where you want to be. Five percenters is five percent of the people in the world that are willing to do whatever it takes to reach their goals. We're talking about business, success, education, willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. Things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. I've spent most of my life chasing what's termed as unattainable. An obstacle in my path, I torment it. Any limitation trying to control my environment, I tame it. Any excuses, I transform into commitments. The haters, they're too small for me to even see. For 28 months before Cage Muscle even released, I broke myself against the will to identify, track, test, and trial the ultimate resources available in human existence to bring you something the world has never seen. 
change is upon us. Don't justify your complacency. Evolve with me. Part animal, part machine. I'm Chris Kethin, and I am Cage Muscle. best can't wait for permission can't wait for anyone you have to believe in yourself you have to push yourself to be the best doubt you. People will say you're crazy. People will want to see you fail. Don't believe anyone that says you can't. There will be times when you want to give up. Don't. Keep moving forward. Tell me how difficult it was to stand this one. Chips Ahoy. It's the most uh, impactful licensing deal in the history of our industry. By far. Not even close. I mean, even it, this supersedes everything you guys have done before. I mean, this is more of a nostalgia brand and a feel-good brand than... Or not, not taking yes. it from Warheads, not taking it from Sour Patch Kids, because Sour Patch Kids are by the door stream. This one speaks to everybody. How hard was it to get? I think it was years in the making. Before you did this, real quick, not to be politically correct or anything like that, but if you're looking at Ghost's brand and like our steps, they were arguably all very difficult. Oh, sure. For different reasons, right? Because if you got... You've got our first licensing deal with Warrens. Right. Which was a challenge because they were the first licensing ever in sports nutrition. Mm -hmm. That's hard. And what, what I now appreciate the most about that partnership is we signed the deal with them. They gave us an opportunity before we even launched. That's crazy. That's super It's not even, I, I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know how that even happened. Was it the coma board? Sex appeal? Yeah, right. Seriously. Did you go on your shirt off, right? Uh, no. Because you've been shaving since you were 16. I mean, how they 
took a chance on you know a couple of guys with the dream and you know this idea for Ghost before we were even on market is something that we'll be forever forever grateful for. Mm -hmm. um, and you know from there, uh, you know uh, Mondelez, you know the makers of Swedish Fish, Sour Patch Kids, uh, Chips Ahoy, Oreo, Nilla Wafer, um, Nutter Butter. Um, you know they were someone that we had. You know I mean I think I got the idea from of licensing from. Like sour patch kids, man, I really want to do this collab with sour patch kids. A lot of people were eating like sour patch kids before they work out. Like a lot of the sour flavors or candy flavors at the time were kind of inspiring or wish they were sour patch kids. So like this is, and you know, um, we were just banging every phone, email, anything we could do. I have a really good friend of mine who we've worked with on, on licensing this whole time. Right about the time that we kind of left our previous jobs with this dream of, of starting Ghost, he kind of Jerry McGuire out of a out of a really big like licensing agency to go start his own. So it was really kind of cool. Again, it's our organic, authentic story coming together. And I was like, bro, like we gotta get in the monolies, we gotta get in the monolies. And we tried and no avail. Yeah. Right. And it was like one time like one night in twenty fifteen, Mill and I couldn't sleep. I just got on LinkedIn and I started LinkedIn sniping. Anybody in monolies and marketing or branding or licensing, I just keep sending. And I found this one woman who actually worked at um, a big manufacturer of like teddy bears, yeah. uh, who is now in, in licensing in Mondelez, and I kind of wrote her this like note about how like I actually grew up with a teddy bear from her previous company and like appreciated that. And I woke up the next morning. John, and, I appreciate John. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, woke up, I woke up the next morning and she wrote me back. And I was like, we should get on a call. And I was like, holy shit, like, and you know, from there, um, started a couple years of, of highs and lows of, of celebrations and heartaches of you know emails and unanswered emails and calls and missed calls and just them not getting back to us and and you know we celebrated that the deal was going to happen the Monolith probably 30 times and we thought it was going to never happen probably 50 times right and then finally um, they gave us a chance at two and a half years and three years after multiple meetings and, and products being presented and sampled and, and just I mean, when it actually happened, it was really a surreal moment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from there, I mean, the Sour Patch Kids and Swedish Fish were so well received that, you know, we kind of, um, like, hey, like, you know, what about these cooking companies, right? What about, what about chips? What about the other things in your portfolio? No. And initially, it was like, no. It was like, uh, mom buys chips away. Yeah. Your customer doesn't buy chips away. Your customer doesn't care about chips away. Mom buys chips away. It's like, all right, well, here's, like, let's, we, we sampled it. It's great flavor, but like the Sidas is great, but no, sorry, wouldn't work. Uh, licensing Expo of 2017, having me just check in meeting with Monolith's, uh, 2018, sorry, it's been it's going on for some years, 2018, and they go, Dan, great news, brand new market research has just surfaced. It's not just mom that likes chips of life. I was like, oh, really? That's a surprise. Like, tell me more, right? And you know, they were like, look, it's we're trying to resonate with you know. It was just a, it was a again a natural fit, and they gave us an opportunity, and you know, boom, um, there you go. So three and a half years. Number one third party protein at GNC. Oh, first off, GNC took it around with it too. The entire Instagram was was that was a takeover. That was great. We actually didn't know that was yeah. Good. That was cool. And Chips Ahoy themselves, yeah. from their channels, I've posted it out too. So yeah. it crossed barriers in terms of that. Um, it's and it's one of the best tasting proteins in the world, obviously mm -hmm. as well. So overtook probably our all, all of our first proteins mm -hmm. in space. Yeah, and the the uh, the champ for a long time, GNC. 
It looks cool, which is cool. It's definitely cool. I mean, um, all right, so you guys, I'm gonna ask you just a quick speed round question here. We get into some stuff that you guys have planned for 2020, but uh, biggest regret in your three and a half years on go, something that maybe didn't go your way. Mm. Mm. That's a good question. Anybody ever says we don't live in regrets? No, my, my, my biggest regret, honestly, um, it's kind of a current, still, still a current one, and, and one that we, we've solved, solved, solved recently. Uh, it took us three years to launch Canada, and uh, the fact that we've done all these amazing licenses uh, and collabs that some of them are limited in North America or the U.S. You know, we pride ourselves. I mean, look, my family's all over the world. I'm mm -hmm. first generation, you know, Portuguese. Um, I we spent a lot of time on the road, a lot of time out, out of the U.S. To not be able to give the same amount of excitement to all of our fans globally, when we're the guys who pride ourselves in pre, like global brand, local mindset, like to, to not have done that as well as I, I want to so far, um, is probably probably a uh, regret. And like I said, the Canada it took us three years to finally get launched. That's just too long. It's not acceptable, you know. So. Um, we're excited to do bigger and better things. Like, and it's crazy. We have actually done so well internationally so far, but we just want to do better. Yeah. I want to deliver the same for everyone who's been so freaking excited. Like you were saying about Chips Ahoy in the U.S., we want to deliver that same excitement all over the world, and we just haven't done it yet. So, for me, I think we, you know, we. If you look, especially compared to some brands that maybe, have, if you look at a comparable time of existence or launch time frame like we've grown from a people standpoint much slower mm -hmm. uh, which I think is one one of the most positive things about us but I also think that we probably thought we could bite off more than we could chew day one uh, we could do it all yeah right and you know we were probably a six-person company up until 18 months ago sure right so I think we've grown from a people standpoint maybe a little slower that's changed now and now we've kind of realized okay we need help here 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 yeah. But if I did it all over again, I think I'd probably get some help quicker in some areas where maybe him and I are a little weaker. So, uh, so we saw 2020. We know there's a greens formula coming out. You guys tease it via the Instagram channels. Um, that's coming. What else can your fans expect in 2020? Well, the biggest thing is like what other collapse are coming? Mm -hmm. We're going to change the fucking world in 2020. Change the fucking world in 2020. <laughs> the I, I, I feel completely confident in my fucking statement. Right. 2020 is going to be a huge year for Ghost. Biggest year in history? For sure. For sure, just because... It was funny, because of all our prior conversation, even on this podcast, you know that when we say biggest year in history, we don't even mean the dollars, because we don't care about that. Yeah. I think from an impact standpoint, you know, this is going to be a year of new collabs, it's going to be a year of new formats, it's going to be a year of new categories for us. Yeah. It's going to be a year where we... Update, update one of our biggest categories. Uh, but I think that how we do some of these things this year and, and kind of what we, um, it's gonna be game changing. Like I said, we've, we've worked so hard to innovate so many different aspects of what a supplement company could be, right? What a brand in this industry could be. Well, again, whether it's packaging or, or collabs or, or the way that we do the content, the behind the scenes, the ambassadors, like we've tried. So we're not done. Like there's a couple more things and categories and areas where we really want to kind of break some mold and just do things a little differently. Mm -hmm. And we're excited for people to kind of see that. Well, you're breaking into the gamer industry. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier you have some software for women. 
By that yeah. forward, well, the three, yeah, three, yeah, three yeah, the, the next, 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 next couple months, you've got Gamer, Greens, and Glow um, launching. Um, you know, Gamer, we talked about, uh, going to be targeted at, at kind of um, the esports world. There's some, you know, game-changing supplements that came out in that space over the past couple of years. I have the utmost respect for them, but you know they don't have the authentic flavor collabs. They don't deliver the efficacy that I think they they maybe wish they did or those 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 customers deserve. So we're going to shake things up there. You know, on the greens front, um, I'm a big greens like kind of purser consumer myself. So we really took the time to source every individual ingredient. Source every single ingredient in that product and, and deliver something that we think we're really proud of. You know, greens and accent reds, spectra, pre-rod, probiotic, uh, full spectrum digestive enzyme in there. Uh, on the globe front, um, skin health, detox, um, definitely something that our, our leading ladies uh, of Ghost um, requested and some brand, you know, some products and brands they're taking um, when they brought an SSSR paint on them or if they were good for them. We looked at it and said, "Hey, we can we can create something really cool." So bring a couple, you know, brand ingredients out, or let's bring them into kind of the world of, of ghosts or kind of our you know, more sports nutrition thing. Um, and we're we're excited for that new product. Yeah, it's going to probably be female heavy audience, but you know, Ryan and I have been taking it. Arguably one of the most anticipated products for him and I. Yeah. That we've launched in the last year. Yeah. So like that. And the last question I left was a question that Ryan is super familiar with. Um, are you guys staying exclusive with GNC? That's a big question a lot of people have. Like the GNC exclusivity in the States, people are clamoring for the ghost brand to be available elsewhere. Dude, I I don't know if this has happened. But you want to mention this one? Should you give it to him? Like, well, I'll give it to him. Um, <laughs> I, uh, like, I don't know if this has ever happened before, but we've seen so many posts and gotten messages from from like retailers, especially independent retailers, saying like, hey man, like, there's such a demand for ghosts in my store or stores that we're, we bought it when it was like on promo or yeah. something and like, I'm sorry, but we're, we're, we gotta do it. I gotta give my customers whatever they need to be happy. So, um, I don't know if there's a more like humble, like that's just like, wow. Right. Again, I don't know how we've created that kind of response. And I mean, so that's something that we have to take seriously. It's something that we respect and we're humbled by and something that we have to think long and hard about. And what I can say is this, you know, GNC gave us an amazing opportunity from day one. Um, no matter what goes aside in the future, we're, we're going to continue to be a great part of them. They're going to be involved in whatever decision or conversation happens there. But um, you know, look, we've been blown away by by the support. You know, globally, um, starting here at home, and we we definitely appreciate that question a lot. So, all right, gentlemen. Well, you're all out of your drinks, so I was going to toast. We need another cocktail, but we do need another cocktail. So we gotta wrap this up. Wrap it up. We'll have to do another one because there's so much more we can talk about. We just scratched the surface. Not even scratched the surface. Yeah, we didn't talk. We gotta talk more about this shaving your arms since you're sick. Shaving his arms. You need a pair of skinny jeans. I need a pair of skinny jeans. We need a lot of things. Appreciate it. Buddy. We, uh, the big thing I talk about is what the fitness informant brand of the year for Ghost is going to look like in 2020. Got a belt to beat. That belt's pretty epic. So I know we're not giving that fucking thing back. I don't know. It says 2019 like the UFC. And still, I'm bolting that on the wall. You should bolt that on the wall. And we're grateful for for everything. And you know, it's funny. The big impact that the awards have on us, I think, is is motivating us even more. If we needed any more motivation to to repeat. 
You know, that's it. Like, damn, that was a, that, that that bell. Like, oh, that's that's cool. That hits home. We're very grateful for that. Now, like, damn, I want that again. Well, I mean, if you're gonna change the fucking world in 2020, as you say, right? It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. Put me in the street and know this. This is there's a lot of rewards out there. A lot of which, you know, if I'm speaking candidly, in Dan's previous life, he's been privy to a little bit more of this than I have. Right. I don't give a fuck about any of them. Yep. Okay. This one's cool because it's kind of like street credit. Yeah. You guys are real. I feel like the fans resonate with you guys a little bit differently than maybe some of the other websites and stuff in the space. This one's cool. This one's personal and I like this. This is cool. And the fans could expect replica titles at ghostlifestyle.com. I like that. At any time now. You told me we're getting little like finger belts or something. So I, I fully expect 2020. And and, and the finger belt. What about one of those uh, tech decks? Finger boards. Those are sweet. <laughs> those are sweet. Let's do it. All right, guys. Let's go. Let's go drink. Cool. Hey, guys and girls. We hope you enjoyed the insider information. Dan Ryan over at Ghost. They have a big 2020 plan. They could potentially repeat as brand of the year. Uh, We are privy to a lot of information that was not shown on the podcast. And I can say this confidently. When Ryan Hughes says they're going to change the fucking world, I don't know if I'd go that far, uh, but they're going to make an impact again in 2020. It's going to be hard-pressed to find another brand that's going to give them a run for their money, although I know there are some brands out there who are willing to step up to the challenge and definitely want to do that, (coughs) Aaron Singerman. So it'll be very, very good this year in 2020, another neck-and-neck competition. I bet you, I bet bet this whole fucking business on it. I bet this whole business that it's going to be neck-and-neck here in 2020. Next week, Regan Grimes, he's with Primeval Labs. He's also uh, making his way, hopefully, back to the Olympia. He has a couple qualifying shows coming up here in 2020. Right now, as of this podcast and the standings, he's got eight points. Um, he wins or places second in one of these other shows where he does Toronto. I know he's doing Chicago. Um, we'll, we'll be seeing him on the Olympia stage again for, this, for the second time, I believe, in his life, but this time uh, in the Open Series, not in Classic Physique. So, again, you like the podcast, hit that subscribe button, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify, over at YouTube. Follow us on all of our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and we have a TikTok channel, but I uh, haven't really posted a lot there yet. But maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe if it picks up a little more, uh, we will post it. So, uh, until next week, I'm your truly appreciate you guys tuning in. Down another day. Uh, hang loose. Let's fucking go. Yeah.